Welcome to the Yogi MD podcast. It's Nadine, yoga teacher, health coach, and retired doctor, here to bring you and your body together, not in sickness, but in health. Thanks for taking this time for yourself. Today, I would like to welcome Katie Hawks, yoga therapist, massage therapist, and owner of Katie Hawks Yoga and Wellness, located in Valparaiso, Indiana. She specializes in chronic stress and pain management, PTSD, anxiety, and other medically related stress conditions. Hello, Katie. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure. So can you start off by telling us about your background and your journey in health? Sure. Um, So my background, uh, I grew up in Maine, which I miss very much. (laughs) Mm, Maine is gorgeous. Um, Yes, it is. It's beautiful. Um, My entire family still lives there. So my parents, I have an older brother and a younger sister. Uh, I grew up, I spent a lot of time in nature. We spent a lot of time outside. Uh, My siblings and I would run around in Acadia National Park hiking, camping, swimming in the ocean. I've been interested in health and wellness for as long as I can remember. Um, I grew up in a family where at a young age, uh, we moved in with my mother's parents uh, to take care of them because both of them were chronically ill, one with cancer and the other with Alzheimer's. Mm. And I think between seeing that and seeing other family members in my immediate family struggling with other health issues, I really started to develop an interest in health and wellness. And I remember uh, reading the book when I was younger, it's called Gifted Hands by Ben Carson. I read that book when I was in middle school and I thought I was going to be a doctor someday. (laughs) Um, I was just fascinated with the human body and I wanted to help other people feel better. And while I did not go on to become a doctor, (laughs) uh, my passion for health and wellness never went away. For me personally, I struggled with weight gain and chronic pain from a low back injury when I was in college. Normal amounts of stress and anxiety involved in being a college student. (laughs) Yes. And so um, I began to read just every book I could find on nutrition, stress, healing, and health. And uh, I remember writing down on a little brown napkin that I carried with me uh, everywhere. I wrote down on that napkin things like massage therapy, yoga, acupuncture, health and wellness, just things that I was drawn to or interested in. Massage was something that from a fairly young age, even throughout college, I committed to pretty consistently. I would get a massage once a month. I felt so great after receiving massage, um, and I felt like it could be a way that I could kind of serve and give back. And I had a friend actually from Maine that moved to Chicago, and she completed a massage therapy program and recommended that program, and that's the program that I ended up enrolling in. And I think doing that just kind of opened the doors to the world of wellness for me, and that also began my own journey of healing. So I started practicing yoga, not consistently, kind of off and on at local gyms. Um, I started studying acupuncture, and I started working in rehabilitation clinics in Chicago, doing massage and rehabilitative exercises, then eventually decided to enroll in a yoga teacher training program. When I signed up for my first 200-hour teacher training, I actually had zero interest in teaching yoga at all. Oh, really? (laughs) Um, I think the thought of standing in front of a room of people and guiding a class sort of 
pulled up all of my fears around public speaking, <laughs> which induced a whole lot of anxiety for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, um, as time went on, I realized that teaching yoga is not about me. It's not about public speaking. <laughs> and I was so passionate about uh, the benefits that I was experiencing, the healing that I was experiencing. I just wanted to share it with everyone. Yoga literally changed my life, and mm. I wanted to share that with people. How was yoga helping you personally? I wanted to really address this I, this chronic low back pain that I had. And mm-hmm. while massage was helping, I decided to go to yoga. And after taking yoga and going, you know, even just randomly and feeling the benefits of, you know, reduced low back pain, feeling, you know, less stress, less anxiety, I was really drawn to it. And so I, when I committed to my first yoga teacher training, that was why I, I really wanted to commit to a consistent practice. That's why I enrolled. I've talked to people who have said, I have low back pain because it's, it's common. And I'll get the massage and I feel better and then it comes back. How is yoga different? Uh, sure. So I think, uh, well, a piece of it is I think yoga... I took pieces of it, of it away home with me. It helped me to, it helped to empower me to um, kind of take my, my health into my own hands, mm. the supportive postures, the moving postures. There were things that I could do at home outside of that class, mm-hmm. something that I could consistently commit to because, you know, I couldn't go and get a massage every day. <laughs> <laughs> Love to do that. But, and while I think the massage therapy really, really helped with the, the deep relaxation and helping my body to heal itself, Moving into yoga was taking more of an active role in my own health. This is something I'm asked quite a bit in multiple classes. How do you remember what to do when you get home? Well, I think for me, that's something that happened with practicing over time over many years. Uh, Maybe at first it was just, you know, a posture, something that felt good in my back, like a cat cow. Mm hmm. I'm consistently showing up and going to yoga over the years, I've been able to develop, you know, my own practice now at home, one that really serves me and my body and my mind and my mood and my energy. So what it sounds like you're saying is that there was consistency, paying attention to what was going on in your body in classes, and just breaking it down, keeping it simple. If there yep. were, were a a couple of postures that you could take with you and just practice that a little bit and get comfortable with that, then that emboldened you to expand your personal practice as your understanding developed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of like brushing your teeth. You, you know, you start with one, one thing once a day. And once once that's becoming a habit, it's becoming a part of your routine and it feels good and it feels like it's helping, then you can add something else in. And so why yoga therapy? First, can you define it for us? Sure. Yoga therapy. So this is kind of according to the International Association of Yoga Therapists. Mm -hmm. Yoga therapy is the process of empowering individuals to progress towards improved health and well-being and to help those facing health challenges at any level manage their condition through the application and teachings of yoga. Tradition views humans as multi-layered beings. Um, So some of these layers include the physical body, the breath, the mind, the emotions, and their bliss, whatever brings you joy, your connection to God or spirituality. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is that we can positively influence any of these layers with the practices of yoga. 
And so these practices can include the postures, breath work, meditation, um, mudras, mantras. Um, a few other principles of yoga therapy include you know, meeting the person, the client, the patient exactly where they are, uh, creating a safe space and mm-hmm. empowering them to take a more active role in their own self-care. How long was your training? My yoga therapy training, I still, I'm about six months done. I think it'll be about a three-year program when I'm finished. I remember uh, the Yoga Alliance started to crack down on being very specific about being a yoga instructor versus a yoga therapist. Yep. So it, it does take intense training. Yeah. Yes, I've got two mentor, two three-month mentorships left, and then I'm finished. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Are there layers of expertise in the massage world? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, so, and I think you'll probably hear different, different answers or opinions on this. So massage therapy is just, it's manual manipulation of, of soft body tissue. So muscle, connective tissue, fascia, tendons, ligaments, um, there are dozens, I think there are tons of different types of massage therapy um, methods. They're also called modalities. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's intentional, therapeutic, skilled, compassionate, hands-on touch. Can you expand a little bit upon the different types of massage therapy? Modalities, as you mentioned? Therapeutic massage is, is a term that describes any type of massage or ma- modality that may help to relieve pain, to reduce stress, or maybe to work on a specific problem, such as low back pain or frozen shoulder. Um, So that's kind of what I've heard in the massage world in terms of what therapeutic massage may be. And you also hear things like deep tissue massage or Swedish massage. Mm -hmm. Um, Deep tissue massage, or sometimes called sports massage, um, can use a deeper pressure and maybe um, it's called cross-fiber friction. So you kind of move your hands against the grain of a muscle, um, and that's done to release um, tissue that might be adhered or that's spasming, um, which can be therapeutic. And then Swedish massage is sort of more gentle, flowing strokes. Um, It's really good for relaxation, stress relief. So can massage be used to rehabilitate? like physical therapy? Sure. Um, yes, I think it can be a, an important piece of the plan. Um, I think that there can be multiple components to to someone um, rehabilitating um, an injury, a condition, or an issue. Um, but what you can see, you know, for example, with, with frozen shoulder, somebody receiving massage is that over time, they may gain quite a bit more range of motion back from receiving massage. They may have uh, quite a bit of a decrease in pain. You know, and then with a combination maybe of some physical therapy and massage, you know, maybe that healing happens a bit quicker. Why are we told to drink so much water afterwards? Why is that key? It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. Um, well, one piece of when you receive a massage, so we're moving the lymphatic system, we're moving the body's waste system. It increases circulation, so we're kind of kicking up a lot of stuff, and drinking extra water can kind of help to 
help just aid that process of removing and taking all of that waste out of the body. For example, sometimes, you know, I've worked with clients that receive a massage and it there's like a little bit of a detox effect the next day. Um, they're feeling some of those detoxy symptoms, you know, maybe a headache or a little bit nauseous, um, just from kind of moving around stuff in the body. And again, drinking water can just help to kind of carry all of that out and to keep the body hydrated. What are other ways to keep perpetuating the beneficial effects of a massage afterwards? Mm, afterwards, well, I'd maybe being consistent with it, getting massage once a month. But to keep those benefits uh, of your massage going is maybe weaving in some of these other uh, modalities of, you know, movement, exercise, um, nutrition, rest is a huge component, you know, anytime you can kind of address stress in the body, just all of it, again, moving the body into a place, allowing it to do its own thing, allowing the body to heal itself. I believe you help the same set of clients, whether you're providing massage therapy, or teaching a yoga class or doing a, a one-on-one yoga session, what is the span of your clientele? Uh, my clients uh, tend to be people that are experiencing chronic pain, uh, stress, and or anxiety. You know, and they, it ranges everything from low back pain to neck and shoulder tension, um, just to stress, you know, which can kind of show up as trouble sleeping, trouble relaxing, feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxiety. What other type of pain syndromes, for example, would a person with fibromyalgia receive benefits from either modality? Would a person with arthritis receive benefits or maybe joint replacements, etc., etc.? Sure, absolutely. And I think I've seen, I've worked with clients with all three of those. I think whether it's massage or yoga therapy, um, anytime you can give, a person can give their body the experience of not being in pain or being, being in pain and still being okay in that moment, being able to find some sense of comfort, of ease, of relaxation, of the ability to breathe and be with, with sensation, I think we're doing something. What is your personal definition of what it means to be healthy? So to me, being healthy really, it's, it's, a, it's a balance of all of those layers of the human existence that we talked about earlier. The body, the breath, the mind, the heart, uh, and your connection to bliss, to joy. It's a balance of all of those layers within the self being nourished, being fed, being loved, given time and intention feeling good, eating food that makes you feel healthy and alive, finding some kind of movement practice that makes you feel strong and flexible and energized, you know, breathing into the into the body and finding a place in your mind where you feel calm and relaxed, knowing what lies in your heart, what brings you joy and making time for that in your life, whether it's it's nature or play or dance or being with loved ones. So really just just nourishing and, and, and giving some love to all of those different layers. I love that. <laughs> you were so easy to talk to. Thank you so very much. It, I've, I'm truly honored and, and quite happy that you took your time uh, to share your knowledge and your experience and your story with everyone. <laughs> I appreciate it. And now it's time for practical tips. When you're not feeling your best, do you know how to take care of yourself? Mind tip. 
What kind of activity nourishes your brain? Body tip. What type of movement makes you feel good, strong, calm, relaxed? Spirit tip. Who are the people in your life who nourish you? Thanks for being here. See you next time.